Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. Now you seem to have a little bit of your bio father with the doing the drugs. Yeah. Absolutely repeating the sins of my yeah. father. And then you are very similar to your mother in personality, you said. But what do you think you've gotten from your a- a- adoptive parents? Um, in the I've house? gotten a lot of support. Yeah. I've gotten... Um, what do you think you've learned? Like, they unconditionally love you. They do. And yeah. I love them, too. They're just um, not great at parenting. Well, they just, I don't think, they, they did as great as they could, you right. know. And looking back, I, like, I, I have no ill will. I'm not angry about anything. And I know that they really were trying. And, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Oh, yeah. Is your mother jealous of your relationship with Dorothy? I don't know. I, I get really afraid of that. I was actually thinking about that last night. Mm-hmm. It It's not... My family doesn't make me feel bad about wanting a relationship with my biological family. 
but it makes me feel like I'm cheating on them. Yeah, that's that's interesting because I wonder, I wonder what my kids, you know, if they ever met, which I don't know if they'll ever want to, and they might when they have kids, you know, yeah. but. I wonder how it would make me feel. I, but I feel really secure in my relationship with them. Yeah, well, they're they're your kids. And I've told my parents, you know, she's my biological mother. She is not my mom. Right. And same thing, you know, for anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you, are, are Joey and uh, Jennifer, are they close with your parents? Nobody's really close in my Aww. immediate family. I think my brother might be the closest to them. But don't or, they come to your shows they and do. stuff? I mean, I'm close with They're my mom. They're probably so proud sense. of you. Uh, oh, they are. And, uh, and I love them for that. Yeah. Um, and my brother's close with my dad. And my sister, you know, I don't think is really right. close with anyone. Wow, what a story. Yeah, okay. it's nuts. Also, okay. for kids out there that are adopted and having a really hard time finding answers, if you want them, I highly suggest 23andMe or something like oh, that. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's you know, what I did. It's a super fucking great way to see who you're connected to. And where you're from. Yeah. Where are you from? Um, Like, n- n- like nationality? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm English, Dutch, and Swedish and Irish. Not one bit of Jew, huh? Not one bit of a Jew. Fucking shit. I know. I wanted to be black. You know, I want, I'm like, please let me be black. You know, you know I, I thought that I might have been when really? I was a kid. I was on a swim team and I tanned super dark really? and really easily. And, you know, and I could also sing in a soulful way. Yeah. And literally I'd be like, I wonder if I'm half black. I I wanted something. Yeah. 99.7% Ashkenazi Jew. <laughs> What's the other percent? 100% uh, European. Uh, the other is Sardinian uh. and um, Neanderthal. Okay. Well, you're not black, Judy. I'm sorry to say. <sighs> I just, a little I bit. I know. I know. I know, hon. We all want that. I know. Well, not... All of us, just Not all the, of us, just the smart ones. Just okay, nice so ones. wow, that was a good, that was a good tangent we went on. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back to you. Quit school. Mm-hmm. You uh, work at Starbucks. Yep. You move into a crack house. Yeah, I'm. I couldn't afford anything, and and um, your parents were like, "I'm not giving you." My any parents more. completely cut me off because you quit school. Yeah, and they. It was very much like, oh, you want to be in the real world? Well, welcome. Do you think that was a good thing? I do. I do. I wish that it wouldn't, that it wasn't so abrupt, but at the same time. What, what else was going to happen? What else yeah. were they going to do for me? And um, I was too irresponsible to, you know, know anything like that. Everything had been handed to me. And you move out of this apartment. The, yeah, we found a building. Who's way? Uh, my you, friend Shayla and I. Shayla um, Jewish? No. No, she's this uh, punk rock girl that loves the band Guar. Okay, never and, heard of it. Yeah. Okay, so Shayla, how did you meet her? At school uh, just or through no? school. Okay, and so she did she graduate? No, we dropped out together. And we found this dilapidated crack house in South Philly okay. that was super cheap. We would have the entire second floor to ourselves. Okay. And then Shayla had this friend, Bill, who uh, was just coming out, 18, severely abused by his family, and needed to get out. And so he moved in with you He moved in with us. And shared the rent. Yeah. 
So you're working at Starbucks and you get into an abusive relationship with Bill. With Bill. Yeah. So he is repeating the sins of his. Yeah. And um, did you feel sorry for him in the beginning? So, I mean, he's younger than you. I right? was in love with him. Right. And what, what, what was it about him that you. He was just beautiful and made me laugh. And right. um, he was everything that I wasn't physically. Right. You know, and um, he gave me attention. Right. And uh, I just fell head over heels for him. I don't think he fell in love with me, but I didn't realize that at the time. Right. Now, did you cry in front of him? Yes. Oh, that's good. Yes. Yeah, I'm a, I had a really hard, like, Elisa, it's like, you never cry, you never cry. But I do cry, but I, you know, I'm not a cry crier. Yeah. You know, and it's been so hard. And I won't, I won't cry in front of other people. And it's because I feel like I don't want them to see me vulnerable because I've been fucking, you know called Bigfoot and Sasquatch my whole, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's weird that you, you don't, you've been covering up your feelings, you know, for so long that you yeah. don't want to show people. Same thing happened at my grandma's uh, funeral and Shiva, like I just acted like I was um, like Mrs. Brady, right. just running around being like, hi, how's everybody doing? Oh, wow. And then I would go in the bathroom and, and sob and what, then come uh, back out. Whose mother? Your mother's mother? My dad's mom. Your dad. What was her name? Patty. She was the best. Oh, at least you had Patty. Yeah. No, Patty was like the definition of unconditional love. Yeah. Um, she yeah, was my special. grandmother, Dorothy, was like that. Oh. So, okay. So you move into a crack house. Yeah. Are you calling your parents during this time? I call them, but mostly as a fuck you. Mostly to be like, guess where I'm living? In a crack house. And what would they say? Oh, John. I'll do a phone call. Hello? Hi, Dad? Mom? Hi, it's your mother. Hi, Mom. How you doing? Uh, I'm fine. Jennifer's on my nerves and Joey's oh, on my nerves. Okay, well, I want you to know that I found a place. Um, oh, good. Well, it's it's a crack house. A Joel. Joel! Oh, that's right. Joel! <laughs> what? It's Josh! Oh, Okay, so, oh, you found a, he found a place! Yeah, but don't get too excited. It's a crack house. It's what? Right, it's right by the project. What? It's all I can afford. What? Anyway, Mom, take care. Hello? Like, it was that kind of thing. Hello? Oh, my God. And, and then, did, would she call you back? Oh, you couldn't. You didn't have cell phones. No, we just had the landline. Right. And uh, then I got fired from Starbucks. Because of Bill. Uh, no, because oh, right. of me, like I was terrible. I didn't give a shit. Right. And, um, and you got a job as a phone, phone sex, sex operator, op a woman. Yeah. Hi, this is Fiona. Okay. Ready? We're doing this right yeah. now. Okay. W was it guys that called? Uh huh. Okay. Ready? <laughs> By the way, let me just say something about this before we do this scene. When I lived in LA, I had two roommates. Okay. And one of them worked from home. And uh, she did marketing and, and advertising. And then I found out a couple of years later she was a phone sex operator. Okay. Now, um, okay, so I'm going to be the guy. Okay. So uh, what? Uh, hello? Hi, this is Fiona. Who's this? Hey, this is, um, this is Tracy Wilt. Hey, Tracy. How are you? Good. I fucking... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just hard because uh, yeah. you know, I'm directing this play and Fuck. Bye Bye Birdie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And, you um, ever been fucked on a stage, Tracy? 
Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's my fantasy. So let me tell yeah. you about me. I'm like 20 years old. Uh-huh. I've got long blonde hair, uh-huh. um, really big breasts, uh-huh. and um, uh-huh. <laughs> I love being tickled. Uh-huh. Anyway, I'd where are you to from? I tickle you. Uh, I'm from uh, Poway. Uh, oh, Poway. Uh, yeah, California. Fuck. The city yeah. in the country. That's what they call it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, that's really uh-huh. hot. Yeah. You know what's really nice is that you just sound yeah. so romantic and sweet. Yeah. And I honestly, know. Tracy, mm-hmm. so many guys call up and they're mm-hmm. they like are so mean and stuff. Why? And just like hearing a real man like you. Oh my god. I don't know. It's a breath of fresh air. I wish I could find someone like you in my life. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get a big sticky. <laughs> and you did all the talking. Yeah. Well, see, you had to keep them on the line for 10 minutes before you could really get into sex talk. Because I worked in an office, like in a cubicle. I wasn't working from home. All right, so you do the 10 minutes. Yeah. And then what? And then you let them come. And then you... And you know know they're coming. Uh Oh, yeah. uh, (laughs) I'm so stupid with guys. And then you go like, my extension is 257. And would you get repeat callers? Oh, yeah. I fell in love with one. No fucking way. I fell in love with one. Okay. Are you the only guy that's doing the woman? One of the only guys. Okay. And what were the women like? Were they heinous Mo- looking? No. Well, most of them were like Muslim girls from South Philly. Wow. Um, punk rock kids right. that were squatters or uh, some trans people. Okay. I need to discuss the falling in love. So what happens? Well, I was in this horrific relationship with Bill and it was starting to get extraordinarily violent. And this guy, Dave. And did you defend yourself? No, I didn't. I know. I was trying to help him and trying to show him how much I love him and that he's okay. Are you okay, Judy? So, you know, everybody, Judy's (laughs) headphones got caught in her hair. (laughs) And it's fucking hanging on. All right, go ahead. Uh, So things at home were going really bad. And, uh... I was so depressed because I moved there to be an actor and I just felt like such a fucking failure and a disappointment. Right. And um, this guy, Dave, called me every day, well, called Fiona, and um, we never talked about sex. He wanted to hear about my life. And, and uh, you created this character? Well, as Fiona, I started telling him what was happening in my life. Like as Fiona? Yeah. Like at you? Okay. But, you know, it was a little different. I was saying that I was doing this secretly to save money so I can get out. And um, all he wanted to do was encourage me and tell me how he was going to make my life better and how much he cared for me and loved me and, like, that I was special and, and that then I should he pursue come? my dreams. He never came. <gasps> yeah, I know. We never, ever, ever talked about sex. And I just fell in love Every with him. Every day? Every day. How many minutes? Uh, like 30 to 40, which is really expensive. Now, here's the fucking kicker, Judy. Kick, kick, kick. During Finding Neverland, I was telling the story of this, you know, backstage, and this guy in the show, Rory, uh, said, uh, was his name Dave? And I went, yeah. And he said, I was working in a bar in Delaware where the morning manager, Dave, was fired because he was calling a phone sex line no every day. No fucking way. So How can you not believe in, like, 
anything. Well, because you look All at right. the Titanic, you look at the Holocaust. Right, you're so, right, you know, you're show right. me the fucking reason. Yeah. Okay. Um, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you fucking like? Is this before Jaws a on show? On middle of the show. Jaws oh, on so the So you have floor. to go back on stage. Yeah. Oh my god. Bananas. So you're like, oh my god, and then it's like, gotta go. Yeah. Okay. So then the show ends. What does he tell you? Nothing. Like, just that was that was it. And because um, I was like, who knows if this is him or not? Oh, please. I mean, how? What are the odds? A bartender in Delaware named Dave in two thousand one. Oh, you know, and my. Dave, if you're listening, <laughs> Dave. Hi, I miss you, baby. Oh my God. Yeah, God, so, I was in but, love with him. So, but you couldn't control. You didn't have his number. Nope. So did he stop calling or what happened? No, eventually, um, you know, things got bad enough with Bill that I had to move out in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. um, and I was, you know, homeless living on a friend's couch and I moved to New York and that was it. And I have no idea what happened to him. Wow. I never got if to be If you're out like, there, Dave. I know. I never got to be like, I'm leaving the line. You got to write a show about Fiona. I am right now with uh, Annalie Ashford and Craig Jessup. I fucking love it. Yeah. If you need punch up, baby. I'm you here. know I always need a punch up. Um, that's awesome. Thanks. Oh my god, your life is fascinating. It's bizarre. It's the greatest. Hey everyone, you know what I just did? I tore, I poured, and I enjoyed a packet of liquid IV. Because I love liquid IV. Liquid IV is a major part of my life. And I just worked out with my trainer and I had a delicious lemon ginger liquid IV. That one has a little extra. That has a little green tea in it. And so that's a little caffeinated. So I enjoy that because I needed it today. And you know, it's getting warmer out. And what does that mean? Summer. Oh, God, please come. It can't come soon enough. And that means you have to hydrate. And that's what Liquid IV does. It hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. And it has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in one little stick. And that's why Liquid IV is the number one powered hydration brand in America. Okay? And I love it. I use it every day. Ben's basketball team uses it. It is a science-backed formula that works. It keeps you hydrated. And they have sugar-free. They have sugar-free packets in white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. Okay? I didn't do the sugar-free. Okay. But Elisa does the sugar-free. So what are you going to do? You're going to stay hydrated because it's very, very important. And Liquid IV has been a longtime sponsor, and I love them, and they are a quality product. And this is what you're going to do. You're going to turn your ordinary, ordinary, can't speak, turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JUDYGOLD at checkout. That's J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, can't even say my name, at liquidiv.com. Got it?
You're welcome. Okay, so you move to New York. Where do you go? Um, I'm subletting a friend's apartment in at 125th and Broadway. Oh, very mm-hmm. nice. Now, does your do you call your parents? Um, when I have to. And how do you have the money for the apartment? Um, good question. Thank you. I, I don't, maybe it was like a bond that I got from my bar mitzvah or something. Yeah, that's good. See how the juice, co- yeah. hello, yeah. bring it in, baby, <laughs> bring it in. Um, okay, so you moved to this apartment. Yeah. This is 2003? Yeah, yeah, See 2003. How I, do my research? I know, you're really good. Thanks, bitch. Um, and you're auditioning. Yeah. And you go on tour with Wicked. Yeah. Is that your first job you got? That's my first big job. Okay. I, I was here in the city a while before that happened. And also, like, keep in mind, I was very heavy set. I, right before I did Wicked, I, it was when the Atkins diet yes, was all the craze. Yes, yes. I did that, lost like 110 pounds no way. in a couple of months, just like melted off. I was a stick. And then I booked Wicked. And as soon as I booked Wicked, I slowly started putting my weight back on. Wow. Yeah. And that show was such a miserable experience. It was? Yeah, it was awful. How come? Um, the associate was Tracy director was involved? a Tracy lunatic. Wilt? No, Tracy Wilt. Somebody <laughs> much like Tracy Wilt. Um, <laughs> I love how that's the theme of our show. Uh, yeah. yeah, but the associates were so fucking mean. Just like obnoxiously mean. This is for the tour. Yeah, for the tour. And, uh, like, they would come out before the director, Joe Mantello, would come out. Yeah. And they would act as if, like, Joe Mantello was going to execute their families if the show wasn't perfect. And So it's all about them, as usual. It, it was awful. And uh, we used to say, show me on the doll where Wicked touched you. And um, I don't know if it's still <laughs> like that. It's so right. many years later. Right. But, um, you know, at the time it was But did you make horrendous. friends and stuff? I, I made plenty of friends. I had a great time. How and, was the housing? Um, the housing was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You were making so much money. It was the most money I've ever made, you know, at that point in my and life. And did you put it away? Yes, I put away okay. some. Good. Um, thank goodness, because... Save your save money. Your money. Save your money. If you're in show cash. business... Save, Save your it. fucking money. It doesn't last. No, it yeah. doesn't. And uh, then after nine months, they came to me and they said, we're not renewing your contract. Why do you think it was? They do that with everybody. Right, right, right. But for me, it felt like like I did something wrong. Right. And I became extraordinarily depressed, was drinking super heavy, mm-hmm. came back to New York. And then a few months later, one of my best friends like randomly died. What? Yeah. Healthiest person I know. Um, and he had some sort of aneurysm. Oh, my God. And, How old? Uh, 30. We were texting, and then he stopped texting. And then that night I got a call. Wait so, a minute. So you he did it happened while he was texting you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And uh, it was the first time I've ever experienced real loss. I mean, I'd lost grandparents at right, that right, point. Right, right, right. But, you know, this is like the AIDS crisis was like we were, I was like, you know, I talk about this, like you're in your 20s and you're you're like, oh my God, my friends are going to die. You wow. know, like it was, yeah, it's horrible when they're not supposed to die. Yeah. So that's awful. I know. And I just went was to this. Was he an actor? Yeah. His name was Jorge Maldonado and he was wonderful and beautiful. So handsome. Aww. It's just so tragic. And, uh, 
you know, and that just put me in a huge spiral of not wanting to get out of bed, just wanting to be like stoned or drunk. Right. And um, it took a while to climb out of that and yeah. function. Depression is the worst. It's awful. It's awful. But it does, it's temporary. Yeah, it That's is. That's what people don't realize when they're in the middle of it. Okay. So your friend dies. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then? And then, um, you know, once I sort of got myself back on my feet, I was doing a lot of regional work. Um, to the point that I... not making the money you did at Wicked. No, no, no. You know, regional work, you make, you know, like seven to $800 a week or something. And eventually I just couldn't do it anymore. I didn't want to. But it's also, you're living out of a... Like, it's awful to, to live on the road. Yeah. And you don't feel like you have a home and you're like, what am I doing this for? Like, I get on stage, yes. Like, the only good time of my day when I was on the road, was like getting on stage. And then if the, if I was in a place where they hated me, it fucking sucked. Yep. Yep. And uh, nobody would want to be in a relationship. Right. Oh, you know. yeah, absolutely not. To this day, I still have a hard time negotiating how the fuck you have one. But, um... No one knows how to be in a fucking relationship. No one knows. Relationship. But I decided that I didn't really want to do this anymore. And uh, then I got an audition for the revival Wait. of... Before we go there... Okay. Did you not become a born-again Christian? I did in high school. I thought it was... Oh, fuck. No. See, you need an intern. I know. I wrote... I did all of this. That was in high school, and the born-again thing was so I wouldn't be gay, and also sort of like as a fuck you to my family. Okay, what year was this? Was this after you met your... I can't believe we're going back. No, that was sophomore year of high school, maybe junior year. Junior year. Yeah. You decide to be a born-again. Uh-huh. And that, but that was after you talked to your mother on the phone and met your your bio mother. Yep. So that could have been part of it. Mm. Plus your self hatred for being gay. Yeah. Um, also, wow. like my friends, you know, everybody was Mormon or really Christian. <sighs> Religion's so fucked up. I know. Okay. Were your parents like freaking out? Oh my god, they were devastated. Did you have a cross? <laughs> I did. I had. I had. A, oh I wore god. a cross that was no made way. of nails. You're fucking lying. <laughs> wait, and wait, I, wait. Your parents, you didn't go to synagogue, I hope, during this no. period of time. But they would go to church Saturday nights and Sunday mornings. Okay, let's do that conversation. Uh, isn't that nuts? Josh, uh, what, what is that necklace? It's a cross, Mom. Excuse me? Mom, I've been looking into my heart a uh-huh, lot. Uh huh. And what I have found. Josh! Mom, get over here. Is that Jesus? Uh huh. Oh my God. Is our Lord oh and my Savior? God. No, it's okay. Oh my God. Joe, get over here. I'm no. having a heart attack. Mom, oh, yes. Mom, it's going to be okay. No, it's not. Oh my God. No, Mom, no, listen, oh I love you. Oh, Jesus Christ. I love you. Oh, what is going on? What did I, I do? God, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do to deserve you. this? Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm praying for okay. you. So, <laughs> how long did this go on? Maybe like six months. Oh my god! And then had you, you just. I think I just stopped. I was like, "That's fucking gothic." Looks more exciting. Um, okay, you're on the road. You're doing regional. You're like, "I'm done." Yeah, I'm. It's done. Fuck it. Fuck it. Been there, done that. You get an audition for the Broadway revival of Hair. Yeah. Thinking, oh, 
there's no part for me, but I'll go to the audition. And you weren't even going to go. You called your agent yeah. and you're like, I'm not going. I was like, I'm balding and fat. They yeah, don't want not, me. And you, you, you're like, I'm not going. And your agent's like, no, just go, go, yeah. go, go. And you go. And it was a grueling audition. I understand. Yeah. It, uh, that final callback was five hours. Wow. Um, there were like 50 people dancing. One guy broke his knee. <gasps> During it, which was devastating. And he did not get kissed. Yeah, and I was like, thank God, because uh-huh. I did. And uh, literally, I called my agent when I left there feeling defeated. I left him a voicemail saying that I don't want to do this anymore and mm-hmm. that I want to quit. Which agent was this? Um, his name was Craig at, uh, what, what was it called? Avalon Artists. Um, Jewish? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just Craig Holtzberg. Craig. Wonderful man. Craig. Wonderful, wonderful man. And you called um, him. And I called him and I said, uh, I don't want to do this anymore. And he called me back in the morning and said, I'm so sorry that you feel this way. Um, I think you should hang in there because they just offered you hair. And what did you do? I like fell to the floor. Um, the first person I called was my mom. And then my dad And then my boyfriend at the time uh, But here's the shitty thing mom, dad I was doing children's theater in New Jersey Mm -hmm. At the time And I was so depressed that morning I think I was on Weight Watchers And I ordered like this festival of like Waffles and pancakes And things to make me feel better I smoked a bowl uh-huh. And got super high knowing that I had to go to New Jersey to do a fucking child show. See, I can't do that. I mean, I normally don't, but right. I was so like, fuck You're, the world. Yeah. And that's when he called. And I was like, maybe I shouldn't have eaten all those pancakes. <laughs> and maybe I shouldn't have got really high. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You do that. Um, and your career has been steadily... Amazing. Thanks. Thanks. I've been really lucky. You're lucky? Yeah. I mean, you're lucky, but you worked hard. Sure. And you're talented. Sure. And you're, you're deserving of this. Thanks. And you, you're a great fucking person. Thanks, friend. So, the prom. Yeah. You get, tell me, you know, you created this role, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, I never saw it. I'm so mad. Don't yell at me. I won't. I was a, I was on the road, and Elisa fucking saw it. And she's like, we have to go see it. And I was like, okay, when are we going? And then it closes, because I was away. Yeah. Um. So tell me all about, like, you. was it a workshop? What was yeah, it? Yeah, well, first it was a, a reading, and I was in the ensemble. And then we did a workshop, and I was in the ensemble, and I loved it. And... Um, then we it went to Atlanta to do an out of town tryout, and I what show was it? I think it was Neverland. I quit it. I went down to Atlanta in the ensemble Neverland, which you were obsessed with as a kid and end up being in. Go ahead. Yeah, and then um, so we're we're doing the show, and that's when Casey Nicola, the director, pulls me aside during. I think it was like the last week of tech, maybe the first week of previews, and he said. Uh, we're firing the guy playing Sheldon on Sunday. He doesn't know. Nobody knows. You're going on. Don't tell anybody. There will be some secret rehearsals. And you said, thank God I didn't order in waffles, pancakes, know, and, and smoke high. a bowl. Yeah. Yeah. And so then... Um, you like freaking out? Yeah. Especially because I couldn't tell anybody. And then also right. this actor who was so sweet and so kind and good, he was just wrong for the show. Right. 
I would be like, hey, bud, how are you doing? And Ugh, he would to say, carry that around. I love this show oh, so God. much. It oh, was my God. Awful, God. You know, um, but, you know, I, I ended up taking over the part, doing it here in New York, and it was easily the best experience of my life. Hey, everyone. Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J U D Y G O L D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. You're on Broadway. Yeah. In this hit fucking show. Like, cult. I mean, I'm sure there were a thousand repeat people. Oh, yeah. Um, And it closes sooner than anyone thought. Yeah, we ran for like nine months. And Ryan Murphy Mm -hmm. is... I guess he did he buy the rights to it? Yeah, he did. He did very early on in the uh, run. Uh, and um yeah, now he's making a movie. And so he you knew he had bought the rights? I did. So every did everyone in the cast? Um no, it was sort of, you know, I think a few of the leads and I knew, but I, I don't think anybody else did. And he decides this show where all of you created these characters, workshopped the show from birth from from embryo from seed and egg that he's going to recast it with stars <laughs> yeah when okay he is a genius yeah, i, I he's I brilliant agree. he is brilliant but my heart says you could have made the careers of these people yeah um how is that how i mean the whole time you're probably thinking oh we're all going to 
Well, I think I was the only one who didn't. Because you've been through so much fucking... Yeah, yeah and... Uh, for me, I was like, yeah, this is great. They're doing a movie, but don't everybody start celebrating because this isn't going to be us. You know, if it... Did you say that to them? Um, Yeah, Some, I yeah. was, you know, pretty open about how I felt. Uh-huh. And uh, same thing before they announced the cast. Uh, when I, I was with James Corden before the Tonys, and I was like, oh, my God. He was, t- he was telling me how much he fucking loved prom. Mm-hmm. He was sending his agent to see it that night. Mm-hmm. And I was like oh my God, you're going to be Barry in the movie. I just knew it. Right. And we would have other stars like Meryl and Nicole come see the show, but not stick around, which isn't like them. Right, because they were doing research. Yep. And, uh, you know, you just know these things. Yeah. But other people... Well, smart people know these I things. I think felt, you know, a little blindsided and hurt, which I get. Is, um, and he is playing the, the role? Yeah. Um, You know, but for me... It's like what you know. That's that show business, and yep. you know Ryan Murphy was it. very clear. He was like, "I would not get the money to make this film without stars." It's just and the way just show business is. is. I know, and there's so many amazing actors in this town, yeah. who don't get cast as leads in shows because they'll give it to a less, um, I, I, I could say, less talented, less um, professional. A musical theater actor. Sure. Just because they have a name. Yeah. Well, it's all about I, money. I forget what I heard, where I heard this, but uh, the quote is, uh, there are no more Broadway stars. There's just stars on Broadway. Right. That's exactly. Yeah. And that's Josh, how Josh, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Prom not only, you know, furthered your career. Yeah. Um, but it also got you interested in LGBTQ plus history. Huge in a major way. And I, as a gay, uh, cannot tell you how happy that makes me because I feel like the generation, but after AIDS, after the AIDS crisis that has no fucking idea, no idea. Well, we also have a lack of resources about our own history, especially like here. If you look at Stonewall, our resources on what actually happened and what people went through barely exists. Um, And the AIDS epidemic, we lost generations. Oh, please. And um, artists and you can't even. And it was... It was hell. I can't even, I, it's hard to even look at videos from that period sure. of time. And men, you, you know, they had to come out. Well, look, this all, you have to read Edie Windsor's book. I will. Um, but this all, we wouldn't be having marriage equality or anything or fighting about pronouns right now if it wasn't for that horrible yeah. epidemic. Um, there's a great book called The Gay Metropolis, mm-hmm. which is about gay, yes. you know, history here. And um, I think it is vital if you are a young queer person or a young person and you are working or close with somebody who did experience and survive the epidemic, talk to them. If they're open to it, hear what happened, hear the stories of those that we lost, see what they saw. I mean, like, it. you have no idea. No it clue. was the manager of... 
of Catch a Rising Star, Tony. But people wouldn't even walk in the ho- in the hospital rooms. Yeah. My friend Carol Henry, she used a dirty needle. She, I remember she told me before she died, she knows exactly the night she got infected. Wow. Um, it was... Oh, it was hell. But I'm that that is a great that's such a great thing to to have that desire to it's so to learn that and pass it on. This. Yeah. And um I think a lot of kids forget even where not even just LGBTQ, but yeah. like like with Hillary. Like so many girls were like, I don't have to vote for a woman because there's gonna be a woman president in my lifetime, and it's like Okay, you've been a woman for two years. <laughs> you have no idea what it's like to, to be in this fucking world, yeah. at, you know, this country as a woman. Um, so don't be so fucking sure. But I love that about you. Well, Thanks. I love many things about you. You too. Um, yeah, no, I think uh, a lot of young queer kids just have no idea what has come before them and how it can all easily go away. Yes. And it's starting like and it's well, starting to like who fucking care. You know, Israel, by the way, they don't care if you're trans, gay, you're going in the army, like everyone else. Yep. No one gives a fuck. If the if these people are willing to put their life on the line for my freedom. First of all, I don't have the balls to do that. No. I would be a terrible soldier. Look at me. Look at me. Arthritis. too lazy. And look at that fucking fat piece of shit. Dumb. Fucking cock-sucking, lying, classless, petty fucking criminal in the White House. Yeah. Fucking didn't even... Yeah. I don't know what that one was for, but whatever. Um... All right, so you're a delight. I love you so much. I love you too. No, I love you. Oh. Uh, okay, so you, I asked my my guests two questions because a we're pro very pro mental health. Yes. So, have you been on? Are you on any antidepressants? Oh yeah, what do I, you uh, what I do you have want? severe uh, depression and anxiety same, problems. Same. Um, I'm trying to so think exciting. Of it. Um, bupropion. Yes, I'm on, I'm on that. Yeah. What? And, how many uh, milligrams? Acetylopram. I don't know uh, what that is. Propion, I'm on a lot. I think it's 150. Yeah, I'm on 75. I think I'm at like 150 or something. Mm-hmm. And then bupropion. No, I that's mean, what Acetylopram. What is that? That's for anxiety. No, but what's it, the name of it? Name of it? Acetylopram. Oh, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I forget. And then I have lorazepam for those. Oh, really I have that too. Attacks. I have um, Paxil. Oh, horrible. I mean, I want, I got off the Paxil and I lost a lot of weight. And then, but I was miserable. So I had to get back on. Yeah. Fucking shit. And then the, that's, um, whatchamacallit, Wellbutrin. Yeah. Um, and then what else? I take Trazodone to sleep. But um, good. And you yeah. go to therapy? Uh-huh, I do. Yeah. And again, for people at home that, you know, are struggling with whether they want to explore that option, it's not a fix. It doesn't heal you. It doesn't cure. It, it gives you tools. tools. Oh, we go to yep. therapy. Yep. It's a tool. tool. And it's it's worth it. You're worth it. Oh, you're so cute. Thanks. Okay. Final question. Yeah. 
What pisses you off more than anything in the entire oh fucking world? Fucking God. shit, motherfucker. So many things. I know, um, right? Like what makes people who get on the fucking subway before you've gotten off? Oh my God! I what the know. fuck? They just put. They go right they in, and in. I'm like, excuse, and like, and they don't fucking care. No. But they, the problem is, is that you do that, and then you you'll be like. Fuck it, you know, like you'll say something to them yeah. and they don't, there's nothing. Fuck there's them. like an emptiness. Yeah, but I yell at them anyway. I actually yeah, accidentally same. knocked down an old man once. No. Yeah, but it was a huge crowd. They were rushing on. I was trying to get off and I had to elbow my way like, out. Like, let us out. Fell. But you know, that happens all the time. Like when you walk in a store and, you know, you're supposed to let the person out before you go in. Yeah. Fucking cocksucker. Yeah, you'll have more fucking room. To go in the subway you if I'm out of piece there. Of shit. Yeah. Between that and fucking umbrellas, I don't. I, uh, I, yeah. Umbra- I, I'm lift your fucking world. umbrella up. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Those are the things Lord. that fucking make me wow, want to hurt I like that. I love that. Do yeah. you love getting annoyed? I do. So also, fucking- you know, I hate to say it, but like, if I'm in an Uber, I don't want to talk. Like, uh, oh, if- when I'm in a car, yeah. like getting driven someplace. Hey, and then they're like, it's like. How long have you been doing stand-up? Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, no. No. I've, I've stopped telling people I'm an actor. I just I make know, shit you, up. I know. I just make, uh, I'm a yeah, teacher. Yeah. But then they'll go and ask you. Fuckers. Like, what do you teach? Oh, my, my sister's a teacher. Shut the fuck yeah, up. No, like I asked for a ride to Judy's. Not a new friend. <laughs> not a new friend. That's not what you're getting Not a new for. friend. So, um, speaking of new friend, we are going to make a new theme song. for. Yeah, Judy. we are. Okay. Because you know, I wanted to. There's this Yiddish version of um, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. That is my favorite, right? Okay. And they said I couldn't get the rights to it. Fuck that. Wait, we'll just play a little bit of it. Okay. It's so fucking amazing. Okay. No, it, it's so good. All right, ready? Yiddish. Hold on, folks. Barry <laughs> sisters. Here they are. Where the Barry sisters? Minnie Bagelman and Clara Bagelman. Okay? Oh, my God. Here they are. Uh, what an unfortunate name. They were from the, the um, you know, they're Jewy Jews. Okay, wait. Here it is. Wait. Here we go, folks. <laughs> Isn't it great? Yeah. Oh, if I wasn't Jewish, I'd convert. Ah, uh, isn't it great? Yeah. It's amazing. And I couldn't use it. Oh, fuck I'm that. sure I'll get in trouble now. Yeah, for they this, were beautiful. Oh, well, whatever. Fuck All right, them. it's over. Um, Josh, I love you. Judy, I love you. Um, keep doing it. Keep going. Keep I will. being a fucking hero to these 
adopted kids and these LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ kids. <laughs> Keep creating. Um, only good things for you. You are the best. Thanks, you too, Judy. Thank you. And as we always say, Salad! <laughs> Uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.